Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Looks like you're going to try and get in early. Now it's your episode. I wouldn't steal your thunder, mate. <laughs> Thank you. What are you talking about? I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello, this is I Miss You Man, it's a podcast with me, Lonnie, and Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? Mediocre, how about you? <laughs> Not so bad. Quick question before we get really into it, Dylan. Mm. It's been so much wet weather recently. Are you dry? Uh, relatively, you know. Okay. It's actually been quite sunny today, which is a nice reprieve. It, it, well, I'm, I normally like a bit of rain. I, I'm not, not against it, but it's just been so much of it. I just want to get some washing done. It's just been awful, you know. Save a state, it's welcome in my in my opinion. Yeah, go away for a bit and then we'll like you more when you come back, you know? Can't miss you if you don't leave. Exactly. Yeah, we're not a wet weather podcast, um, generally speaking. <laughs> what are oh, we I don't po- know what your topic is, mate. <laughs> well, maybe we are. This could um, have been a good segue. Well, what's our normal remit? What's our general <laughs> ballpark? Well, generally our ballpark's pretty huge, Lonnie, because we take each other on a journey each week through a topic that could be anything. Life pop culture, everything in between. And as you said, it's my turn. I'm in the driver's seat of the speedboat. You're in the back, just sipping a mojito. In ice your coffee. Or ice coffee. <laughs> Mixture. Absolutely. And you're pumped and you're ready to go. Woo! Dylan, I want to uh, cast your mind back to what I think is one of my best episodes. Uh, the Peter Principle, or the laws, made of the people. Top 10. Top 10. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. So I've been thinking about other laws and specifically actual laws this time. What do you say? What are your favorite laws, Dylan? What do you think of when you think of legislation or laws or rules? Oh, I mean, you know, um, if you murder someone, you go to jail. That's a pretty good one. I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. You know, that's that's probably my favourite. What about you? You got more examples? Well, here's the thing. We all know murder. That's probably the big one that comes to mind. We know fraud. It's a classic. You know, blackmail gets up there. Kidnapping. Jaywalking is a pretty popular one. They're the big ones, yeah. What about all the weird laws? The little strange ones you hear about, little weird American cities or whatever that have passed an ordinance and that's really crazy. Florida, yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, Dylan... I have looked into every jurisdiction in the entire world, and by that I mean I've Googled a bit and found a few. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty good research. I've discovered some of the strangest laws in all the lands, and so today I'm going to take you through them, all right? Heck yes. Now, can I vouch for the veracity of every claim here? No. And, you know, I did win the Legal Studies Subject Prize back in Year 12, I'm not a lawyer, so you shouldn't take this as legal advice, okay? You did get to meet Aaron Brockovich, didn't you? I, t- I met the Aaron Brockovich. The Aaron Brockovich, absolutely. And, um, I saw that my competition was heating up, so I, I made friends with my competition. I made him play Google Pac-Man and then got him to not pass his assignment, so... Disgraceful. Disgraceful and very sneaky. <laughs> but you know what? It worked, didn't it? It did work. I got rid of you, so... <laughs> worked a treat. In fact. But now I brought you back to the podcast, which again is maybe just a really long play. (laughs) (laughs) The long con. Here we are. You waited all this time just to rub it in my face again. Yeah, that's right. Now, we should start in America, right? That's where all the crazy laws happen generally. Sure. But we've got a bit of a worldwide trip after this, and I think there are so many weird laws out there. We could do this again and again and again this episode, but we'll see how we go first off, eh? Okay. Let's knock you out of the park first time, and then we'll see if we come back. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so what have we got here? This is from farandwide.com, um, and I like them. This is from July 15, 2021. It's pretty recent. 
and they begin their page with a meme. It's of a little kid with a gavel sitting in some sort of judge's chair saying, three years in jail for stealing my nose. So you know it's going to be good stuff coming after this, right? That's classic, bro. That's hilarious, man. That's a good one, mate. Come on. So there are 40 here. I don't know if I'll go every single one, but I'll go through the big ones, right? Sure. Mississippi. In 2013, of all the years, they gave a law, they put a law down that said, you can't have two kids out of wedlock. One's fine. Go for your life at one. One's acceptable. Yeah. But after that, you get a fine or possibly jail time having more than one kid out of wedlock. That's... Why? Why would they do this, Lonnie? I don't know. Um, what if people just don't like marriage? They don't want to be locked into anything, but they want children. Well, apparently it was the issue of morality. So it's, it's you know... Classic Mississippi. Against God, clearly. Mm. You like the second one, though. And actually, it, it fits in with you, I think, and your penchant for when we do video calls, making up a little fun costume or a little, little filter. <laughs> In North Carolina, you can't come to a meeting in costume. What meeting? Just like any corporate meeting? Well, it says, I, I think it means gathering, right? Um, and it sounds a bit funny, like, what, what's going on here? But apparently it was to um, get rid of the uh, Q Klux Klan activity in the area. So... I mean, they don't seem like gentlemen that would really follow the law. Anyway, I, mean, I guess it's one of those things. It's like maybe they could argue we're not doing anything illegal by being part of the Kukux clan, but then it's like, well, now you're in a costume at a meeting. Is that something we can get you for? Yeah, and that sort of maybe helps. That's where them. you went wrong. You're in <laughs> costumes talking about racism. You dirty mongrels. Yeah. So there you go. That, that's a good one. Might sure. Face <laughs> up on the back more. I mean. <laughs> I'd rather that one that one is around to stop the KKK than not. I know, but it's ruined any costume parties. If they're extending meetings to just gatherings in general. Mm. Yeah, I wonder where that fancy dress. Have to have it out of state, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Go to the South Carolina. Yeah, why not? Um, Oklahoma is the land where you cannot eavesdrop. That's fair. <laughs> Eavesdropping's a, a dirty little habit. You don't like I'm that I'm glad one? they're... They're bringing the hammer of justice down on it. Well, here's what the, the full um, the full bit of legislation is, apparently. It says, Every person guilty of secretly loitering about any building with intent to overhear discourse therein and to repeat or publish the same to vex, annoy, or injure others is guilty of a misdemeanor. But that actually kind of sounds like the problem isn't just listening. It's actually telling people afterwards. Listen all you want. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, how can you prove that you know, someone's mm. listening. They'll just say, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Well, get your jollies off listening, but don't tell anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe it's like for stop journalists or spies or whatever, like another thing you can get them with. Sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. Yam Hill, Oregon. In 1876, banned astrologists. Which I'm all for, actually. I think they're they're pretty dirty dogs, to be honest. So astrologists. Well, anyone um, who's doing occult arts, fortune telling, astrology, phrenology, palmistry, clairvoyance, mesmerism, spiritualism, or any other practice or practices generally recognised to be unsound, unscientific, whereby an attempt or pretense is made. So no psychics. No psychics. And no psychic expo. <laughs> no, no, no. John Edwards and his show where he talks to the dead. Oh, no, no, no! What's that kid who was the the celebrity medium or whatever? I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Run me through it. He was this kid. He was like eighteen, but somehow he got his own TV show where he would go Remember around to celebrities. And, and also, not a kid, by the way. Who? The eighteen-year-old. Yeah, clearly he's not a kid. He's, he's a kid. He was. He's legally an adult. Thank no, you very much. We're no, talking no. about laws. <laughs> Keep facts straight. And well, when was this? Random about like a couple of years ago. Remember, it used to be on TV in like twenty twenty. On I don't know. It was recently. Okay. Ah, uh, you you All are right. leading me down a garden path. Well, that's it. That's the topic coming up then. Clearly, <gasps> the celebrity psychic who was an eight, eighteen year old kid. <laughs> yeah, this one. I know you're going to be in favor of this one, hundred percent. So we're in Washington State. 
Mm. Bigfoot. He's banned. You can't no. set foot in Washington. No, no, no. He's there and you can't kill him. Ah. Right. Well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. That should be the rule everywhere. <laughs> I think it should be, yeah. If you see Bigfoot and you kill him, that, that's, that should be, you're going to jail. Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. murder. Five years in prison. Um, Only five. And it's also been amended rate um, in after it was brought in to establish Bigfoot as an endangered species. So there you go. Mm, very nice. Like, like, for like, realsies. For realsies. Yeah, go on. I'm guessing that was introduced because there's some dumb people just trying to shoot Bigfoot and they might have been killing innocent people. And then they're just like, okay, you got to yeah. fight crazy with crazy here. <laughs> Bigfoot's yeah. safe. You can't yeah. kill Bigfoot. Yeah. People are going hunting, and so yeah, don't bring your gun, bring your photo, your, your camera, and take some pictures rather than take him down. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of like a you know legislative body putting in laws with something that clearly doesn't exist. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, but with logic behind it. I logic like it. behind it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, a more recent one is in Wyoming, twenty eleven. So recent. That still feels like a couple of years ago to me. I guess it's fairly long we, ago. We, we definitely didn't graduate school a couple of years ago, Lonnie. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, this one, again, makes sense. Um, you can't ski while under the influence of alcohol. Of course. Yeah, again, why would you want to? But I guess some people get crazy. Anything else. Yeah. Riding bicycles you shouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Driving right on mowers I would also disagree with. Yeah. Well, those Texans, they do like to drink beer and... Uh, do their ride on mowing. Yeah, yeah, My yeah. man Hank Hill. He does that, does he? Loves it. Who doesn't? <laughs> now, you'd be in trouble, Dylan, if you ever go to Rockville, Maryland, okay? Why? In the year 2017, they enacted $100 fines for anybody who swears in public. Interesting. Mm. The potty mouth law. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like to think they've got a big swear jar in the middle of town or something. <laughs> Is it just fines or do they go to jail? How severe is the consequence? It just says it's a hundred dollar fine, but maybe if it's you know, if you say the c word enough times, you got to go to spend a night in jail. That's what I would probably probably enact so, some sort of system, you know, grading. So system. basically, if you have Tourette's, you cannot live in Rockville. I suppose not if that's how well, your you're a, condition. Your stuff, yeah. yeah. Gainesville, Georgia. I'm kind of okay with this law, Dylan. You cannot eat fried chicken with a knife and fork. I mean, why would you anyway? Yeah, go for it. They've written here a fork and knife. I've seen someone have KFC with a fork and knife. Yeah, yeah. No, no good. No good. Uh, Well, it does say apparently you're probably not going to get the fine, but you may get a stern reminder. So I like to think it's like an old lady or someone who walks around and just gives you a (laughs) tut, tut, tut. (laughs) Doing the wrong thing. Oh, goodness. Um, okay. Oh, do you remember stink bombs, Dylan? Do you remember them being a thing? Absolutely. Do you remember them being let off in assembly from time to time? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Did that happen often? I think I have once or twice, yeah, at least. Oh, cool. Um, in South Carolina, they cannot be set off. Just period, anywhere? Or just apparently, in public? Yeah, they can't be sold. So not even... If you're in your own room... And you just want to, for whatever reason, you just want to smell what a stink bomb smells like. If I called the cop on you, you'd be done. You're gone. You're gone. It's like like people SWAT. You know, they do that thing where they call the police on you. Swatting? It's, yeah, it's not a SWAT team. It's just a stink, stink bomb team. Um, it's funny. It says, despite the goofy name, no one is allowed to use them in most states anymore, aside from police officers. Do you think the cops sort of made a special exemption just for themselves there? Yeah, we got her. You guys come. We got her from time to time. What are they using them for? Like riots? Um, well, I think it's, it says here it's to do with the chemicals in them. So maybe it's one of those things where oh. the if they have used tear gas or something, maybe it just covers that sort of thing. And stink bombs are a kind of a byproduct of the law. But a bit of a shame. Hmm. Ooh, this one, you have no trouble this one, Dylan. You, you are totally fine. But some people okay. out there might have trouble... If they were in San Fran in in 1876, you can't walk down the street if you're ugly. Okay, we're both safe. You're, you're teetering on the edge, but you know. Well, well 
When I have a shave and do my hair properly, I'll, I'll make her have a line, yeah. Yeah, once you've had your daily haircut, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's very weird. Um, this is ugly people here. Apparently, it was referring to those with disfiguring disabilities, particularly minorities. So, right. I guess that's what they're saying. If you're not white, you're disabled. Is that... Yeah. Or ugly. So, so much going on there that is totally wrong. I thought um, it might have been like an elephant man sort of situation. Yeah, which, which again they won't stand for that. Wouldn't be okay, but no. you can kind of no, you can't see logic in that. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking it. No, I'm you thinking... were thinking. Fuck that elf man was ugly, wasn't he? Was <laughs> I wasn't it worth thinking it? that. I was thinking in their twisted logic, maybe it's like let's keep that sort of person away from us. But that there's no, no nothing defending that at all. Um, so apparently it's to do with 1860s. There was the gold rush in. Um, California in San Fran was at the middle of it. Um, so then it says here, many of them were Civil War, War veterans, people who've gone to flock to search for gold, right? Mm. Um, or the immigrants who had lost limbs or suffered severe burns and they were left penniless on the street. So maybe it, it's kind of one of these laws that is basically outlawing homelessness or you know, people are stuck on the streets and don't have anything to go. Let's not help them. Let's like find them and put them in jail rather than you know helping them out. Rude, and that's still in place. That law. Well, it's no longer enforced, so I'm not. But I can't um, say for sure whether it's still in the books. No. Um, yeah, it was twenty five dollars back then, and that's about four hundred bucks apparently today. Uh, it'd still be twenty five bucks though if they were farming you. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want to get your take on this one, Dylan. Mm. In Al- in Arkansas, 1961, they made it legal to honk your horn next to a any place where cold drinks or sandwiches are served after 9pm. Okay, the drink part I get, because you might be starling people and they might be spilling their drinks, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Maybe that could extend to sandwiches because um, they're a mm. fragile thing. Like they fall be. everywhere, mm. fall apart at the drop of a hat. Especially when you're getting them out and about because they, they pile stuff in, don't they? Shops. Exactly. And mm. was this before 9am, did you say? After 9pm. After 9? Yeah. So not generally sandwich time. But, <laughs> you know. some. Is a burger a sandwich sort of, you know, hot dog sandwich sort of debate? Both are sandwiches, yeah. Mm. Subsets. Both sandwiches, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking maybe it's to stop if kids were like out and about playing up sort of thing. Honking horns at people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Another thing to get them for, you know. <laughs> I've had a tea good for too long. Arizona is our next... Uh, state where surprisingly you can't let your donkey sleep in the bathtub okay what the fuck okay how is that acceptable what people do in the privacy of their own home is their own business if i yeah. want to put a donkey in a bathtub that's what i'm doing story goes and again is it it's verified i don't know it's what the website says <laughs> um this wacky little came about almost a century ago, in 1924, when a ranch owner's donkey had gotten in the habit of sleeping in the bathtub. You know, better than the barn, I'm guessing. <coughs> Unfortunately, a local dam broke, the house flooded, and the bathtub floated away. Donkey and all. Sounds like an amusement park ride for the donkey, but apparently the town didn't see it that way. After the donkey was rescued, the town passed one of the weirdest laws in the country, which forbids donkeys from sleeping in bathtubs. It's fine for them to take a bath in one, though. It says, just don't let them snooze in the process, or you might be slapped with a fine. I don't see what's going wrong here. The donkey was fine with it in the yeah, end. Yeah, what did what was he doing in the bathtub that the the people wouldn't stand for it? I don't know. Like, is it like a safety thing? Like, I'm guessing, but even then, like, what better place to be than a bathtub if you do get your house flooded? Like, you'll um, a higher chance of surviving, you would have thought. Yeah, like what did they want? The donkey to drown? Because that's what have happened if he wasn't yeah. in that bathtub. Don't get it. Let's move to Colorado. Well, you can't keep a couch on your porch, Dylan. 
Shrazi might, he cannot. You want to guess why? Because it's looks disgusting. <laughs> it's an ugly rule again. <laughs> it no. is. Who has a couch on their front porch? Well, apparently they did in Colorado. Again, isn't that a pretty cold state up, there, up high in the mountains? I mean, you can have a bonfire around it, I guess. Yeah. What was happening, though, was University of Colorado students having frat parties and they were stealing uh, couches and burning them. Um, <laughs> so I suppose the couch owners more than anything. Well, it kind of feels like maybe you should maybe stop the burning of the couch rather than the couch being let out. But again, but also, preventative measure, I suppose. Also, if this is a little trend that's going around, it's your own fault if you put your couch out on there. Yeah, just take, you know, take Do so at your own risk. I guess so. And also, now aren't they going to go find other stuff to burn? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Anyway. If a pickle don't bounce, you can't sell it in <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> Sounds like the lyric to a Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> uh, so, not just for fun, this one, apparently. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's to do with whether they're um, legitimately ready for human consumption. Um Apparently, some pickle farmers were selling stuff that wasn't good enough, and so um, they decided if it's bouncy, yeah, that's cool. Otherwise, if they're floppy, no good to eat. No good, not on. But also, like, once you bounce it, you can eat that one, because... <laughs> well, a second real one Okay, <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah. This one, I feel like it's very much just to get at one particular couple, okay? In Kentucky... You can't marry the same man four times. <laughs> um, I would be very interested to know what the precedent for that is. <laughs> yeah, this one, there is no like links or anything, so it could just be a bit of an old wives' tale, perhaps. perhaps. Mm. But I feel like there was a couple that were just breaking up and getting back together all the time, and the rest of the, the state just got the shit over it. That so would dumb. Fucking hell. They used to no. again. That's it. Jesus. You've had three goes at it, okay? Yeah. Three strikes, you're out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And like the next day, you see them like sort of sneaking towards the courthouse. Like, no, no, get out of there. No, not again. You start spraying with water. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they got to live in sin. That's what they have to do then. <laughs> Which is what Goblin wanted, I think. He gave you three clearly. goes. You couldn't work it out. No. Uh, Louisiana. I don't know much about Louisiana apart from New Orleans. New Orleans. But here's one more fact for you, Dylan. You cannot surprise someone with a pizza in Louisiana. Do you want Why? more context? I do very much so, yes. <laughs> if you're trying to surprise your friend with a pizza, do it with caution. Which I think is that's fair enough advice anywhere, not just Louisiana. You can't cautiously surprise someone, right? Well, that is true. Like, uh, what happens, happens. <laughs> it's tough to fake then, isn't it? After a certain exactly. point, you put things in motion. It's up to how the people take the surprise. So, sending someone a pizza can cost way more than the delivery fee, but only if you do it wrong. The law was enacted to prevent people from being forced to foot the bill for food they didn't order. It kind of makes sense. You, you can't prank someone and send pizza to the house and they've got to pay for it. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, as long as you're keep gifting... Again, this is the days before Uber Eats. Yeah, before you had to put in... Yeah. You have to pay when it comes. Mm -hmm. So, as long as you're gifting the pizza to someone and it's paid in full, you're fine. Of course. Which it should, like, obviously, you're not breaking your laws. You're fine. Yeah. Um, if you're just being a jerk, it'll cost you 500 bucks and the cost of the pizza, apparently. <laughs> well, fair so, enough. So, it'll be worth it, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so Massachusetts has a, a different perspective on um, astrologists and the celebrity teen psychic. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. can't uh, tell the future without a license. As in a driver's license or a psychic license? You have to have a, a particular license that says here to, for fortune telling. It's nothing like passing a driving test, but at least it takes some work before a psychic can start telling, selling predictions. 
Yeah, it's better than nothing, right? Yeah, than nothing. You got to pay a bit of fee to join. To join up, I guess that's. Oh, so it's a scam. Okay, fair enough. No, well, well I mean, definitely is. Right? It gives it a bit of legitimacy. Well, does it though? A smidge of legitimacy makes it less legit if they're charging people for psychic licenses. Sounds like the biggest load of rot I've ever heard in my whole life. It's like, okay, you're ripping off people, they'll trip you off in the process. Exactly. I and mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> and how do they pass? Do they just have to predict like three out of five things that happen in the future or something? No, I'm, I think it's more of a, you've just got to pay your dues and then you are able to go say, I'm a, I'm a licensed fortune teller. And if you don't have a license and you get in trouble for it, you can be like, oh, you didn't you didn't pay your fee to join up sort of thing. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a scam. Because there's not even a <laughs> test involved. No. And it's just paying money just for a license. Yeah. Scum. <laughs> I can't believe it's the one you got really mad about. It's no, like... it's scummy all round. The psychics are scummy because they're scamming customers. And then yeah. these people are scummy because they're scamming the psychics. It's yeah. just scam central. <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, Dylan, this one kind of goes with some other laws you've had about not doing something um, for your own safety. And mm. we'll probably have a time to chat about this before. If we go went to Missouri, right? Mm. It's the state where you can't wrestle a bear. The one state. I'm guessing it's more than one state. It can't, sounds kind of funny. It's like if your buddy's going to try and wrestle a bear, you're like, no, mate, it's illegal. You can't do that anymore. Um, but apparently, it's a bit sad. They used to set up bear wrestling rings, and they would like they would do horrible things to the bears, and then to, to set that up. So, um, very bad stuff. And also unsafe for everyone involved. Everyone involved, yeah. Like I assume Just once cruel. if the bear gets out of control, gets shot, I'm guessing. Mm, you'd have to think so. Just for... There are plenty of more interesting things to do with your time on this earth, I would have thought, rather than be cruel Absolutely. to a bear like that. Yeah. You don't condone bear wrestling, one. I do not. Do not. Okay. Nor should you. Mm-mm. Um. Okay, <laughs> This one, on the face of it, kind of sounds alright, in some ways. In New Mexico, you can't vote if you're an idiot. What's the definition of idiot? Well, that's what we come into where it actually doesn't quite sound of it, but in a perfect world, you'd be like, yeah, awful, awful, don't want idiots to vote. Um, but what they were saying in 1910 were people with intellectual um, disabilities. Yeah. Um, it says here, making the law both archaic and demeaning, which is fair enough. Um, it also says here that idiots that were prohibited um, were also insane persons convicted of a felonious or infamous crime. I like that different infamous crime. That's pretty cool. <laughs> if the crime is not very well known, don't worry about it. But if it's really big, yeah. Yeah, a bit mm. rough, that one. Yeah, definitely. Now, <laughs> quickly, you can't drink and play bingo. In North Carolina. <laughs> Something happened on a fateful night in a nursing home that we'll, we'll just never know about. Well, it and says that's why here, that law came into place. Yeah, the year enacted unknown. And it says there's not much information about it. I like to think everyone just agreed to not talk about whatever happened that night. Absolutely. Um, South Dakota. The one thing I always thought about South Dakota was that you could sleep in a cheese factory, but apparently not. Apparently you can't do that. I thought that was like common knowledge. 
You know, it's been debunked. Well, it says here you can't lie down to sleep. So maybe if you were able to sit up and sleep or stand up in the corner and sort of well, whatever. Or do a Michael Keaton Batman and just you know, swing upside down. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Um, I think it's perhaps more to do with the heavy machinery that's involved in a cheese factory, but still. still. Mm. Now this one, I think Netflix would actually be a fan of these days, given they're cracking down on this, but apparently in Tennessee, you can't share your Netflix password. Oh, specifically Netflix password, is it? Well, it says here it's something to do with preventing people from selling Netflix logins details in bulk. Well, I don't really know how that's getting enforced. Um, yeah, I thought people. that would have been a, a black market thing if it was going to happen. Yeah, like it's already illegal, that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. This is just a password sharing for Netflix. is just family and friends, really. Yeah. Being honest with ourselves. Yeah. Plus, if you really want to, you can log everyone out on every device and then they're just re-log in. Yeah, I, I don't see the logic in that one, but whatever. No. That's America for now, okay. Let's, let's get a bit closer to home. Australia. Australia. <gasps> going to pull them up over what here. What have we so got going? Home. So this is from news.com.au. So oh. you know it's legit. It's from 2020. We've got bizarre Australian laws we've got about. <laughs> Until now. Until now. Okay, it in Victoria, Dylan, do not pack a kite because you cannot fly a kite to the annoyance of any person or sing an obscene song or ballad in a public place. And if you fly a kite while singing a song, forget about it. Forget about it. So clearly, was this inspired by, like, was there just a showing one night of Mary Poppins and then everyone just, like, got really into it? Yeah. And it got a bit out of hand. Seemingly. Seemingly, yeah. like, let's just stop this. Um, Dylan, have you ever done a door, uh, is it dash and door, what's it? Dine and dash? <laughs> no, the thing where you would, um, you hit someone's doorbell and you run away. What's that called? Um, a fun prank. Well, in South Australia, there's a big name for it, I can't remember right now. South Australia, it's $250 on the line if you do that. Yeah, but. The whole point is you don't want to get caught in the first place, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you're doing it right, it doesn't matter. Now, this one is very close to home, Dylan. It's our state. Queensland. In Queensland, it is illegal to post a fake job advertisement, apparently. We don't tolerate time wasters in this state, Lonnie. <laughs> I mean, that's fair enough. Never have, never will. Never will. Um, Yeah, I wonder what happened there to get that one in the books. Very weird. Now, Dylan, this one could have been handy in Queensland recently, but in Victoria, the education state, I think they used to call it, it is an offence to undertake any rain-making activity unless you are authorised to do so. Now, rain-making here doesn't mean your little dances you do out in the backyard. It says... Oh, okay. <laughs> you're safe, okay, yourself. Yeah, um, thank goodness. Rainmaking refers to artificial nucleating or seeding of clouds using a manned aircraft. So, is that something people can do? I, I've, I'm not aware of this at Evidently. all. Evidently. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So, don't do it. Well, and if someone's doing it in Queensland, please stop. <laughs> if you didn't get the hint already. That would be good, right? Um, ooh, this one is interesting to me. In Victoria, again, the crazy state, let's call it. <laughs> Got him. Making unreasonable noise with a vacuum cleaner after 10 p.m. or before 7 a.m. on weekdays and 9 a.m. on weekends is considered an offence. Okay, the 9 a.m. one's right. Before 7 and after 10, that's unreasonable vacuum times in general. Yeah. Shouldn't be vacuuming in those times. Yeah, totally. Why How much you? do you think it is, Dylan, to the fine? $325. Well, this is apparently a subset of the Environment Protection Act to do with noise um, offences, right? So the police or the council can order you to stop making noises and the failure to abide can result in a fine of up to $18,000. $18,655.20 just to 
You would hate pound of Just that little twist in the knife, isn't it? (laughs) And then every day you don't do it, they can find you $4,663.80. So at least it's going to round up to a $4. But yeah, still. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, okay. No good. Guess where this one's from, Dylan? What is it? (laughs) It is... Corresponding or doing business with a pirate is illegal and can result in 10 years imprisonment. Which state do you reckon has got that in the books? We're still in Australia? Yep. Tasmania. Victoria, again. Oh, my God. Bunch of weirdos down there, aren't they? Well, you got to think, what the hell are they doing? You know, they think of themselves as, like, the smart and progressive state. What's yeah. going on? Maybe this Definitely. is why. Maybe this is why, Dylan. Um, so what happened there? Piracy, yeah. It, also, it came in 1958. You think that the golden age of piracy was well before then? Surely, <laughs> you would have assumed so. Yeah. They just got around to it. A bit of backlog. You're right. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, now, no specifics on where and when for this one, but apparently it is illegal in most parts of Australia to wear a disguise without relevant cause. What are some examples of relevant cause? So, like, if you're an undercover cop or something? I'm guessing so. So, it says, as bizarre as it sounds, this law is quite practical and can go a long way in preventing criminal activity. So, maybe it's a little bit more like the KKK one from before, where it's like... Mm, possibly. Yeah, don't wear disguises for no reason. I'm guessing. I guess, yeah. yeah. At least it's not outright banning costumes, though. Mm-hmm. Like, an argument could be made for a costume party in that case. Yes, but I, I think... Maybe it's also like if you just wore a disguise one day, every day, and the police came around like, why are you wearing disguise? They'd be like, oh, this is just not on. Oh, yeah. We don't condone this. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why would you, though? Yeah, very weird. Very weird. Um, let's go to South Australia, which I've never been there. Don't know if I will. Probably will one day. <sighs> it's not much to see. Well, if you got a spare, on Adelaide. <laughs> if you got a spare ten thousand dollars and you go on a Adelaide, Dylan, you can disrupt a wedding or a funeral. That's how much it costs. Ten thousand dollar fine if you disrupt either of those ceremonies. Ooh, okay. In what fashion? Just disrupt, period. It says any person who intentionally obstructs or disturbs a wedding ceremony or funeral. Um, okay. it's ten thousand dollars or two years imprisonment. So Okay. Listen to me. Is there an asterisk on that law? Not that I can see. Because I remember specifically in weddings, uh, there's a little opportunity. Is it invited? Mm. They invite interruption by saying, speak now or forever, hold your peace. They do. Are they? you exempt from that law if you interrupt during that part? I think if you've got good reason to interrupt it and be like, wait a second, that man isn't who he says he is or something like that. Yeah. Or I've loved her since I was 10 years old and, and he's a bloody uh, burglar. You know? <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? He's a burglar. He is a burglar. I, I, I love you too, Dylan. I never knew you realised. I never knew you thought this way about me. All right. All right. Now we're getting too much into my secret screen. <laughs> it was an insight joke. When he, he got Sorry. his on us. Sorry. Well, there you go. If it happened in Adelaide, I guess we can... Only one, only one way to find out, Tilden. So, I'm just saying, you can make a case in court. I reckon That's you could. I'm saying. I reckon you could. Um, here we go again. <laughs> Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> Under the Vagrancy Act of 1966, it's against the law to pretend to tell people's futures. Bloody hell. So, Psychics have been doing the rounds, haven't they? Just <laughs> causing trouble left, right and centre. They're really in trouble, but I kind of think they're in vogue these days. People like them, I would have thought. So maybe, you know, he's gone cycles or whatever. It says here in particular, the Lord pretended to tell people's fortunes or use witchcraft or crafty sciences, that's pretty fun, <laughs> um, to discover where stolen goods might be found. So maybe that's this one is kind of like, you can't set yourself up as a psychic who'll discover lost things or lost people even and pretend you can do that to stop people from like being preyed upon, perhaps. But still. Yeah, okay, I can understand that one then. In general, get rid of them, I reckon. Mm. <laughs> you are really against psychics, aren't you? I just feel like they're lying to people, you know, and generally it's people who I mean obviously, you know. Yeah. I mean you have a 
vitriol hatred of them. I just feel like you shouldn't prey upon people who are gen- if they're wanting to talk to their loved ones who've passed away or whatever. Oh, that of course is not, not on. on. But you mm. know, a bit of fun. Like, tell me my future. <laughs> You're gonna get married to a handsome rich man. Oh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Like, that's a bit of fun. But then, turns out he's a burglar. Mm. <laughs> Only Dylan knows, for sure. And your true love was your best friend since 10 years old all yeah, along. There you go. This one I'm all for. I think it's very funny, though. And perhaps this one is maybe, maybe if it's funny enough, you get away with it. In New South Wales, it's illegal to, for bus drivers to splash mud on bus passengers. That's like a classic trope. <laughs> I can't that's, do that. That's where I'm like, if, I, if I'm being splashed upon, I'm all for that law. However, if I'm walking past or if I'm on the bus as a passenger already, yeah, definitely. That, that's funny. Do it. Yeah, get them. Yeah. <laughs> Drench them. Uh, only a fine. You know, you're probably How much? Uh, $2,200. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. Should just be whatever the fucking dry cleaning costs are. Yeah, yeah. That's the sort of one, yeah, just just pay back. They're all on the same page. Next time you do it to the bus driver, maybe. Yeah. Get it back, yeah. Okay, Australia's been done. I know you like a little country called Japan, Dylan, so let's go there. It doesn't. Yeah, it's great. Less. Now. This one, I think it's one I'm, I'm probably happy it's on the books, but also I was kind of thinking maybe... We should have dealt with it already, just from like life. But apparently, in Japan, it's illegal to make clones. <laughs> Interesting. Just yeah. clones in general, or specifically people? Uh, human cloning, in particular. Okay, so we can still do sheep's and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well that's fine then. That's all good. I mean, they, I guess if they have, if they find out you're the clone, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't need that nonsense in our lives. No. What if, sheep. what if we both had clones and they both went and made a podcast? That was better than ours. <laughs> More popular. Well, then we kill them and take it over. Okay. All right. Easy. Easy done. Easy solution. Mm. You can also be jailed for putting ice cream in mailboxes. <laughs> it's a pretty fine like, prank, actually, now I think about it. Uh, like tubs of ice cream are just, just you know, a scoopful. So it's... That's a prank that happens apparently, but in particular, it's it's to do with um, protecting postal property against damage. Of course. So there was one postman who was putting chocolate ice cream inside a mailbox. So there you go. <laughs> well, here we go. That one. <laughs> That's a nuisance. Why would you like that? It's a bit of fun. Is it? <laughs> You're ruining people's lives potentially. No, I can't offer it. <laughs> <laughs> you were the postman. Was you all wrong? <laughs> You just don't agree with it. So my long con has come come to fruition. <laughs> um, we're back into the splashing pedestrians business here. This one is just drivers in general. I think there's something about the bus that makes it funnier in the previous example, but oh yeah, because then everyone on bus will be on the cheering and that when it happens. <laughs> and the driver looking around is like, "Shall I get him?" And they're like, "Yeah, go for yeah. it." <laughs> Um, it's a group activity. It's a bonding experience. Yeah. And you can't by yourself. Come on, that's just malicious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this one, Dylan, to do with, I think we could do a bit of thinking about. Mm. So, it's illegal for married couples to live separately unless there is a just cause. So, what, is, what do you think that could be? What sort of just cause would you think of? If they're going through separation, I guess. So, if they're still technically legally married, but mm-hmm. they don't want to be in each other's company. Or at least one of them doesn't want to be in the other's company. Sure, 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 sure. Um, it says here the work or health-related issues can be reasons that why you might not be able to live together. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently the law was passed to ensure that married couples work together to bear the cost of living. Yeah. You can't, that's kind of where you get married in the first place, I suppose. Not, not the reason well, why. You're, it's a team effort, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're living yeah. together. You're living your life together rather than just being physically in the same place. Yeah, I respect that. Um, also to prevent divorce rates from increasing. There you go. <laughs> but it says here, most Japanese couples don't have a reason to live apart. And I guess that's the same for most people who get married generally would be living together anyway. Yeah. Um, Japanese citizens need to notify the government before visiting Antarctica. Just Antarctica? 
Well, yeah, it, it does. it's a bit funny when you put it like that, isn't it? Um, but 1997, it says Japan signed an Antarctic Treaty pledging to keep Antarctica safe from environmental harm. Makes sense. Um, but they as part of that, they restrict people from going there. That could damage the environment. So if you've got to go, if you want to go have a little tourist visit, you've got to put a form and get the approval. Um, and also, if you're doing a research expedition, you can have to put in a um, certification. So there you go. I mean, you should have to do that anyway, shouldn't you? Kind of makes sense. I think we probably do the same thing here, but it's kind of you know funny to, to pull that out as a particular reason. Yeah. Is, Anna, is Antarctica the top or bottom? Bottom, I believe. Okay, so they can just go to the top whenever they want. They yeah, don't I need to go anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, the legal in Japan to force someone to drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I thought that would be the law anywhere. Yeah, generally speaking, you can't force folks to do something they don't want to do. Um, yeah. I think it's a, it's a cultural thing here from what it says. And again, I'm not an expert or anything like this. I'm not sure how true this article is. Um, but it says there's a, um, a certain drinking party called Nomakai, where it's common to see bosses and colleagues gathered in a bar eating and drinking. Um, peer pressure and the need to say yes to your supervisors are common reasons why people can't refuse a drink. But well, that's, then, not, that's not forcing. Well, Pressuring. it's a bit of peer pressure slash pal harassment. So they brought in the law about two years ago um, to stop people from, I guess, having to go along with everyone else. You now you've got to be a protection if you don't want to. So that makes sense, I guess. Um, I feel like we go into much more detail of other countries. We didn't check, check Britain. I'm sure they've got a bunch oh, of crazy they, laws, haven't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're wacky over there, aren't yeah, they? And Europe. We didn't really do anything in Europe, so there you go. I know. What's it's Italy hiding? South America. They've got a good stuff, stuff going on mm. down there. I know Africa's probably got stuff going on. Yeah. Russia. Mate. Probably illegal to not drink vodka every day there. <laughs> now, Dylan... That's been laws. Been a bit of fun, hasn't it? Yes, yes, Lonnie. It's you, been very fun. You know Thank what, you. Okay. You know what to keep in mind next time you go to America. Just gonna keep. Just listen to this podcast before you go, and then you'll know what not to do. It's a good summary. Good Thank summary. You. Thank you very much. Is this all we do on the podcast? Is that no? Oh, what? What is there something else? It's a little segment. I like to call. You like to call it this too. Get amongst it. Get amongst it. Where you suggest something we should get amongst, Lonnie. Yes. Generally, we, we lean towards, you know, pop culture, as is our want on this show. Huh. Guess what today, Dylan? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go a bit different. I'm going to recommend everybody get amongst a good bloody vacuum cleaner. Life's too short to have a bad vacuum cleaner, Dylan. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you're not. You're actually not. Thank you very much. There's nothing quite like a good vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I moved into a new place, right? And yeah. it's very much carpeted. Unlike my old place with two rooms of carpet and the rest of it was tiles. My little vacuum cleaner could deal with that in the main. But I was like, I'm moving to this new place. I needed something better, an extra. Yeah, something extra else to give. Yeah. And I was like, you know, looking at the ones that are like, oh, the stick ones are pretty good, but then they run in the charge and whatnot. I was like, if I'm, gonna, if I'm going to pay money on this, I'm going to pay money and get a good one, right? Absolutely. With vacuum cleaners, you have to go all out. Yeah. So I did. Went all out. I bought it. How much? Like, I had a discount because I had a bit of money, but it was like 700 bucks or so. What brand? Dyson, surely. I did, I was going to go Dyson. That, that was in my thing. I was, I was going to get a Dyson, but then I wasn't getting good vibes and good reviews. I just went Melee instead. What? What What did you go? Melee. It's German brand. Melee? Yeah. Interesting. It's just a normal vacuum cleaner? Is it cyclone powered? It's, it's some sort of, yeah, tornado power inside of it. Mm -hmm. And it plugs into the wall, so it's a little bit more annoying than your... your the new, new ones that are quite modern with the stick, they just go on the wall charger. But I was like, you know what? I don't mind that. I can do that. And I want something that really sucks, you know, as in sucks power. <laughs> sucks the dirt. Um, because that was my problem the last one. is like you go over a bit of bit of 
something like there, like some dust has been ground up and it's like, you just won't ever pick it up. So yeah, you want some power. Yeah. And it's so powerful. It's actually just like bringing up the carpet. Oh, <laughs> Obviously the carpet's a bit old. Jesus. So I was like, I'll take it off the absolute max setting and just put it down to regular setting. Oh, so it's got different settings. Yeah. It's Ooh. very, very good. Very futuristic. It's very good. Sounds good. So that's what I recommend, Dylan. Life's way too short to have a bad vacuum cleaner. Everybody go out there and get what you can because it'll... I just want to... I can't wait to get the house dirty again so I can use it again, Dylan. Was there a visible difference in the carpet when you did it for the first time? Yeah, because, because when you're moving, you know, a bit of dirt gets around and you know, things move around. And, you know. and there's no guarantee the previous tenant had a bloody, you know, $700 vacuum cleaner. Probably not, hey. And it's good. And you just pull out the little the, the, um, container with the dust and you press one button and it just like goes out. It's just beautiful. Sounds like a treat. Yeah. Good stuff. Get amongst a good vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And you Spend know your life savings. Get a decent one. <laughs> and go out and get yourself a Hungry Jack's Whopper. <laughs> Rebel Whopper. Rebel Whopper, of course. We yeah. don't recommend normal Whoppers here, Lonnie. <laughs> what do we recommend about our socials, Dylan? What do you... What well, you, you should get amongst that as well, obviously. Yeah, clearly. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They're the main ones. Mm-hmm. You'll find us there. Little give updates, us a like. Give yeah. us a follow. Get in touch. Give us a little. Uh, give us a message or a comment on a video or yeah. you know, a picture. Be awesome. Yeah. Um, we've got a huge back catalogue, haven't we, Dylan? Huge. <laughs> so please get amongst that. Go back through the archives. Um, and you know what? Christina Chronicles is also back up and running after a little break. It's going to be good. About time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it, Dylan. So until next time, I miss yeah. you, man. Um, yeah, I miss you, man, too. I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man, do I miss you. Just so you confirm me. That's all right. One day I just won't say it, and that'll be the end of the pod. Oh, that's how I know. Okay. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.